faith-based experience on love. Bad. 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 Life-based experience on love. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. I am your host, Badass Jones, offering personal advice and life-based experience on love, sex, relationships, intimacy, with a little Jamaican flair. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. Positioning is, positioning is everything. You know, like when you're bent up and you're twisted up and you try to talk, it doesn't quite sound as sexy as when you're. (laughs) Okay. Regardless, we are going to get the show on the road. Greetings, 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 and welcome, Pum Pum Posse. Bless up yourselves. This is the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast. I am your host, AJ Badass Jones. You can find me on my social media platforms on Twitter and Instagram at the Pum Pum Chronicles. You can also follow my personal page, Badass underscore Jones underscore there's merch over there. There's calendars over there. There's sexy videos, sexy content, one and two, ting on ting. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, you can do so in one of two ways. You can either email me at thepumpumchronicles at gmail.com, or you can hit the call in line, leave me a message, send me a text. That number is 320-270-1086. And of course, you can find the platform, uh, the podcast streaming on all platforms where podcasts can be found, including but not limited to Spotify, Anchor, and Apple iTunes. Passe, I hope that everyone is well. I feel like the spring months are like we're in March now and I know March is going to whiz by but that means like warmth that means that things are going to start thawing hopefully the way that the world has been going crazy right now okay so I have this crazy theory and just bear with me for a second I feel like when Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna died it kicked open a portal somewhere and madness and craziness has just been happening since then we've had pandemics back to back with the mutations and and now we're in a fucking world war three we're in world blood clot war three and i know like people think that okay well it's just kind of isolated to europe and but you know what eventually we're all gonna have to get involved because we're nato and we have to support the ukraine but i have different feelings about that because of the way they're treating black people right now but i digress that's a whole other thing Posse, i hope that everyone is well i hope that you are self-loving and self-caring and doing all the good things to preserve your mental and emotional state because we are living in some crazy times but today i have the privilege of uh interviewing and podcasting and recording with two of my absolute favorite people on the planet so i'm gonna do ladies first y'all are familiar with the voice right you know She's around regularly antagonizing my life, but my lover like cook food, like oxtail with little extra gravy and spinach in it. Keely, what's up, Guan Bits? What's going on, peeps? What's going on? It's Keely here from Life with Keely. Um, you can see me on Instagram, Life with Keely, or Twitter, Life with Keely, and same for YouTube. And if people want to get in contact with you, how can they do that? Through those avenues as well. So they can't like text you or email you? No. Oh, dry. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> and of course, my other special guest, someone who's near and dear to my heart, Don, the owner and proprietor of Don of a New Day Photography or Don of a New Day Photos. I'm going to let him tell you everything that he does, but I will just say if you're looking for a dope ass, bomb ass, dedicated, committed, go above and beyond photographer, he 
is your person. Don, blessings. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, again, my name is Don of D-O-N-D Photos, um, uh, New York-based photographer uh, and videographer now. And um, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm blessed to be on the podcast with you guys. And how can people get in contact with you if they uh, need your services? Um, well, you can DM me on one of you know my two Instagram pages, um, D-O-N-D Photos and then D-O-N-D Boudoir. Um, oh. which AJ is a part of, you know, yes. her first calendar I did. I'm very proud of being able to do that. Yes. And, um, or you can, uh, email me at, which is on, um, the Instagram page. Cause it's a really long email. I will be changing that soon. And you can text me at, uh, 914-346-1800. So I like those 1-800 numbers. I mean, for different reasons, but that's, we're not going to get into that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Have you ever used a 1-800 service? Like not now, but like just even in the past when 1-800 services were big? Um, For some like uh, for group chats and whatnot, like, yeah. Like they had, um, I don't know if they have them where you're from, but in New York they had wow. like, uh, like years ago they had like call up numbers where it'd be like a whole bunch of people can call yes. and talk to each other and so on and so forth, yeah. Keys, I think but they I, had something, what was it called? Like Lava, Lava Light or, you know, remember them things there? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, lava Light? Yeah, something like that, where you could like yeah. talk at nighttime, group chat and mingle on but the that phone one with really, people. I don't know if that was, was that just a group chat? It was kind of more like a hookup kind of thing. I feel like back then, all the social medias were more like spaces to hook up with people yeah. which is a nice segue into the topic that we're going to be talking about today uh we're going to be talking about the world of online dating um navigating it the do's and don'ts uh the different sites that have come and gone and just personal experiences with online dating um so i'm actually going to start with don because he and i had an interesting conversation earlier with don let me know that for the better part of the last what was it done 18 19 years 18, 19 years off and on, like online dating. Yeah. Okay. So just, just kind of to bring people up to speed, walk us through just really quickly, the different platforms that you use, that you've used over the years. Mm. <laughs> um, do we have enough time? Do we have yes. enough time? Cause there's a lot. Time, um, okay. Going from like, I think starting out with aim, um, then going over to like, you know, Boost hookup when we had Nextels to, um, you know, Black Planet. Um, Pick up Black Planet. Yeah, I mean, who? A, a lot they of need to, They need to bring Black Planet back. Well, I mean, it's, I, I think it's still up, but it's like a lot of bots. There's a lot of bots on there. And, right. Um, yeah. Uh, so I guess today with like Tender, with, uh, you know, Bumble, with, Okay, Cupid. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of different platforms. Okay, so um, what have? Can you tell us like maybe a, a bit about what your personal experiences? Okay, how have your personal experiences with dating online now? How how have your experiences been now versus say five years ago? Okay, um, I mean, well, technology mainly. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I remember when, you know, we were online dating, 
or we try to meet people via online and just going off of a picture and the hope of what the picture was being who the person was you know there was no FaceTime there was no uh you know it was harder to to be able to like verify who that person was beforehand now it's like it's I mean there's so many things it's even built into some of the apps where like I think Hinge has it where you can actually video chat via the app so you can actually see the person have a full conversation all that before you even meet the person um in comparison to the past where it would just you know you would be talking there would be texting and then you would meet and hope you know you roll the dice pretty much right Okay. Keys, what about you? Um, Have you had a lot of experience with with dating apps and how have, how has dating uh, using social media apps differed for you now, say, than 10, 15 years ago? Because I know there was a period of time where you weren't doing that because you were married. So prior to that, when you were socially meeting people, like in the Black Planet days, let's say, versus getting back into the swing of things now, how has that differed for you? Well, I feel like, okay, for one, like Black Planet days, for me, it wasn't just hookup, hookup site. It, it wasn't a hookup site. It was actually people looking to meet like lifelong partners or dating partners, whatever the case may be. Whereas now, from what I understand, it's like straight up just hookup. Um, so, and then how it's changed. Like now they have stuff like... um like you can have uh, lives on these right. things. What? Right. Why? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, are you on there because you're looking to meet somebody or you want your own show? I don't right. get it. I just feel like nowadays it's just crazy. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's, I find that it's nowadays it's harder to sift through a lot of the BS. Okay. Yeah. Um, have your experiences been more negative than positive now or the other way around? I think like back then I feel like it was simple. You spoke to somebody, it was like, okay, let's go meet up at a coffee shop and see if, you know, there's a connection. And, you know, it was it was relatively quick. Like you 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 were able to weed out the people quickly. So you go meet somebody, nah, I'm not feeling you. Nice meeting you. Gone. Right. Yeah, like, and then you're you're back to it. Whereas I feel like now there's so much pretending and all that stuff going on. Like people legit keep up a show for a good long time. <clears throat> like 12 years. 12 years. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Don, what about you? Have you have you ever been? So I know that at one point in time, catfishing was a really big thing. So Don, I know you're saying it's like you know you're it's it's the luck of the draw, it's the throw of the dice. Somebody has a picture up, you don't know if that person is that person. Then when you meet them in real life, it's like you don't yes. look like. So Don, like for you, Don, personally, have you ever had a catfish experience where the the picture of the person and they chatted up themselves to be this, and then you meet them in real life and there's something completely different? Oh yes, um, I have a few times of being catfished. Um, I guess the funniest story is um, I was talking to this young lady like a few years back, actually probably like a long time, well, a few years back, let's say that. And she showed me a picture and all her pictures on her profile always had two people in it. It was her and another young lady. 
And I'm like, okay, like, which one is you? And she specified which, you know, one she was, supposedly. Yeah, and <laughs> um, so I went to go meet her. And I kid you not, I was, like, coming out of work. And I went to see her. Um, and it was her and the young lady that was in the picture. So I ran up to the girl who I saw in the picture that she said she was. And I gave her a hug and a kiss on the cheek, whatever. And... She didn't push me back, but she kind of pulled back and was like, oh, I know you didn't do this to me again. I know Shut you didn't use my pictures. Up. And like, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, and walked off. So the other young lady that was in the picture, I'm like, wait, hold on, what's going on? I'm lost. She was like, oh, oh, well, you know, she's prettier than I am. And then I'm like, you are attractive too. Like, I probably would have dated the girl. Right, but the fact but that she lied. Like, was like I was like you didn't and I wish I could show you the picture she didn't need to lie like she really didn't need to lie but her friend was taller and a little slender and so on and so forth right not knowing that's not my type right so but yeah it was I've had those um I've had you know gentlemen show up to certain things and yeah sorry what yeah what oh Oh, I'm sorry. I had a gentleman use a picture of a woman and we had been texting. This is like back in like maybe 08, 09. And we were texting and I'm like, okay, you know, you're in White Plains. I'm in, in Terrytown, which is in New York. It's very close. It's like 15 minutes away. I'm like, all right, we'll just meet. And I'm going there and I'm looking. I'm like... Oh like where's this person? Like where where's where's this where's this where's the girl at, right? And he's like, Oh, you're you're Don. Oh, I'm like, Yeah, what? Like are you her brother, maybe a friend? Damn. And he went into like, look, you know, I find you attractive and this blah 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 and it's like Yeah. Kinda crazy. Kinda crazy. I know you, right? <laughs> yeah, like what did you do? what was your reaction? What did you right. say? Um, hold on. Um was there I'm a just fight? To make sure stat- I want to just make sure statute of limitations are over. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yes, we might have had a, um, you know, an aggressive conversation. That might have been an aggressive conversation. Physically aggressive? Because- oh yeah, because the the person tried to touch me, and um, you know, you might not be able to see from here, but I'm like six three, about like two eighty. Yeah, that probably wasn't the smartest idea for him. So, because it was just like, I'm like, are you serious? Like, what do you, like, so you're faking like you're a female to talk to guys? Oh, wow. And, and mind you, I was much younger. So right. my, uh, my my aggression was a little bit worse. You're a little bit more ignorant. Just say it. You're a little bit more ignorant. Yes. I mean, I, um yes, I put hands on that young man <laughs> in, in uh, the not nicest of ways. But it's purely because of the lying. I'm not a big fan of people lying to me. Obviously, like I'm straight. I'm not into to men, but like, like because you could have politely, have like you could have declined to say, you know what, like I respect whatever you, whatever you're into is whatever you're into. I'm not into that, and you would have oh, yeah, like, yeah. ended it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, no, because um, 
besides meeting people to hook up or to date online, I've met a lot of people online and been great friends with them and built right. relationships. You know, obviously, Badass Jones, like, <laughs> really my best friend. Yes. I've met online. So I've met really cool people. Um, it doesn't always have to be of a, like, of a sexual nature and so on and so forth. Right. But don't lie. Right. Like, we're grown-ups. Like, you don't have to lie. So, uh, yeah. You know, the conversation didn't go well for him. And, you know, I left with a good story. So, Wow. So, a question to both of you. Um, Do you think, like, the way that we date in this day and age, you know, like, with the various apps, and I will admit, like, I've uh, recently gotten back into the dating world and have been using a couple of apps, and sometimes it's really overwhelming. You know, you get messages from people, and they vary from, like, paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs to, like, one word, hi. You know what I mean? And, and it's it, it for me, like it's it's sometimes overwhelming trying to, to navigate it. And then with people's expectations, when you meet them, like you never know if what people are saying is what they really want or they're trying to like, you know, rope you into something different. So for the two of you, do you think that um, like off the rip that people are expecting too much of other people in the dating game? Like, you know, so so for example, I've had somebody, you know, the second day of conversation, they're like, I want to be with you. Like, I want you to be my girlfriend. And I want us to work towards getting married. I'm like, fam, we don't know each other. You know what I mean? And then I've also talked to guys where they've met women and the, and the woman, like, day two is like, like, I want us to be together. Like, how can we make that happen? So for both of you, respectively, in your experiences, do you think that people who are on these social meet, like these social dating sites are expecting too much off the rip? Like, are, are we so... Um, out for, you know, instant gratification that we're forgetting that there's a step in between of actually getting to know one another. Does that make sense what I'm asking? I think what you're saying makes sense, but I do, I feel like there's two different aspects, right? So there's those people who feel like they believe in love at first sight and they believe in, like, you know how there were people who got married after their first date or after a month? Those people? I feel, I feel like if that's what you believe and that's what you're into, then that's fine. But that expectation should be known or, you know, like you should let people know that off the jump. Um, and then there are the people who like to take things um, one step at a time and actually build a foundation and want to be a friend first and, you know, actually see if we like each other's company right because that's the main thing is a lot of people are trying to jump into relationships and then you find out i don't really like you or i don't really feel like you know we don't mm, have nothing to talk about right really so i feel like either way depending on what you're expecting because everybody has expectations of some sort whatever your expectations are let those expectations be known up front so those people who are putting up um profiles that say well i'm not saying anything because then what will we have to talk about Put your expectations on there. Yeah. You know, like to me, that helps to weed out the what? BS. And yeah, you're going to get a few people who are going to try to be what your expectations are, but eventually their true selves will emerge. Yeah. Yeah. Don, what about you? Um, I don't know because I think there's different times because, like, right now we're in like pandemic online dating, which is like completely different than before this pandemic. Because there's a lot of people who would have never tried online dating before, who have never had been on there ever. And because of the pandemic, they're on there. So there's a lot of people who are really experienced. Like I've been on there for a long time. So I know like, you know, 
in conversations where those conversations are gonna go within the first, you know, few text messages back and forth between each other. Like I can tell like, okay, this person's just going to be for a hookup or this person's just going to be, you know, someone who I'm cool with or this is someone who maybe I have, can have conversations with. But I think I always recommend people to play the long game, have multiple conversations with people, like have multiple conversations with people. A lot of people want to rush and jump into, you know, jump into a relationship or so on and so forth. Like, nah, take your time because it's harder for people to put up bullshit or keep their lives together over a longer period of time. Absolutely. You know? So, but um, yeah, there's a lot of people with weird expectations. I've had people who, you know, within like two or three conversations, be like, oh, so you're my man now? <laughs> and then, um, right. I've had people who were like, oh, I need to talk to you for like six months before we can even have that determination of what we're going to be. Right. So it's, it's always interesting. I mean, and also you got to factor in like distance. Because yes, um, I know a lot of people who have conversations with people who are, you know, extremely far away. Like I've, did, I've talked to a girl who was in Florida. I'm in New York. Right. So it's it's been it's always interesting to have those long term conversations. I probably wouldn't do that today or, you know, talk to someone who's like super far away. Right. But um yeah. But it's it's uh it's there's different you know, there's different things that play into that. Do you so for both of you respectively, again, are are you more in favor of like and, and Don? I, I don't want to assume based on something that you said, so I'm just going to ask. But are you more in favor of dating one person at a time and focusing there to see how it goes, or are you more of a you know what? Let me date two and three people at a time, or three and four, or five and ten, and see which one of them better fits for me. So you're not like putting all your I don't want to say putting all your eggs into one basket because I don't want to be unfair to anyone who chooses like to say that you know, it's easier for them to focus on one person. But for each of you, what what would you say works better for you? Uh, You can go first. Me? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yes, ma'am. So I know for me, usually I would say like focusing on one person for me is better. Mm -hmm. However, I'm trying to go a different route and, you know, speak to a different, you know, different types of people at the same time and see you know so for keys for you in particular like what what is the appeal of and I know you said you're look you're you're trying to but if, if you if you just chose to say like I'm just going to focus on one person at a time and see how it goes what for you is the appeal of having that focus on just one person um I don't know if to say if it's an appeal. I just, I focus better on one person if there's just one person. I You're able to, like, I feel like when you're trying to get to know somebody, it's harder to get to know several people at the same time than just focusing on one person. Right. So that's that's the only difference for me. Okay. And Don, what about you? Is Are you more of a single focus dater or are you more of a multiple focus dater? Okay, I mean, we have to, I guess, break down dating. 
Yes. Uh, Sorry. Okay, getting so. getting to know. I know because there's there's the different level. So, uh, talking yeah. the talking to stage. Are you more comfortable in the talking to stage of talking to just one person and seeing if that will lead to dating, or are you more let me talk to multiple people and see kind of who falls off or, or who fits, and then decide where my focus is going to be. Um, I believe I'm especially if it's in the talking phase and we're on a um, on a dating site. I wouldn't say it should be assumed, but I'll talk to more than one person. I'll let people know that I am talking to more than one person. Right. Um, but yeah, I think especially, like you said, like trying to weed out people and trying to get to know people, it's easier to get to know, or at least for me, it's easier to get to know someone when there's multiple people in that situation. Like, it's easier Why? for me to, yeah, huh? Why? Um. How do I explain this? Um, I guess, especially when it comes to, like, I'm a person where if I'm online dating, I'm, I would say devoted, but I'm focused on online dating. I'm focused on trying to get to know the person. And it's like a job. Right. When you do a job interview, like, you can do a group interview or you can do right. individual interview. Right. You know, I'll do a group interview just so I can make sure I get to that right person. Right. Um, you know, it just, it cuts down on time. Is it kind of like seeing how they match up against one another? So if you if you happen to pick people who have like similar characteristics, but maybe like physically they look a little bit different, is it almost like a process of seeing how they match up against one another or like a survival of the fittest, like who wants it the most? Because you mentioned like the, because I've been in, in, a, in a group interview setting and I'm very aggressive, and but I think my aggression worked against me. Whereas, you know, like when it's just one-to-one, -one, you can feel the person out a little bit more. So I say all that to say, do you feel like in a group setting, because they're vying for your attention, it becomes more of a survival of the fittest, who's going to get, like, who really wants me type of thing? Well, I mean, I mean, even though I'm saying in a group setting, it's, I'm still having individual conversations with people. Right. But it is, I mean, yes, you do kind of compare, you know, this person's qualities to this person's qualities. I wouldn't always say it's purely vanity driven, mm -hmm. um, but you know, it's more personality wise. It's more to see who conversation wise pulls me. Um, like I'm, I'm a talker when it comes to being with some around people. I like talking and I could sit here and talk for hours with somebody. Yes. So I, I need to be able to know if I can have long conversations with this person and have those conversations multiple times. Because okay. you can always have that one good conversation. I've happened to be- Dead afterwards. Oh, oh yeah, a million times. Like that first day conversation, like, oh, wow. Yo, she might be the one. And then the next day is, uh, um, yeah, uh, what? Uh, yeah. So, right. you know, it, it takes up, you know, and, for me, like, I don't want to get my hopes so high up on just right. one person. So I have conversations with multiple people. Now, the respectful and responsible thing is to let people know, hey, look, I'm online dating. Like, I'm having conversations with you. I think you're cool. I'm also having conversations with this other person, trying to get to know each other to make sure that they feel comfortable. Does that always happen? No. Yeah. No, it doesn't with people. Like, most people won't say these things, but, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I think it just, it helps me narrow it down. It helps me be able to like narrow down the right person, you know? So, so Keys, have you ever, um, decided, cause you said that you're more of like a, a talk to one person at a time. So have you ever had 
a conversation with someone where like it's going great you guys exchange numbers and then you get to a more personal space where now you've exchanged your phone numbers and then there's no conversation after that and you yep. kind of think to yourself like regin we were talking left right and center like what was right. the point of saying hey let's exchange numbers so what do you think is the point of that I, so for me personally well, I, I and that's theory. why and that's why people and that's why we end up talking to multiple people right i almost feel like for some of them it's like a badge of honor if they could get the person's number but they don't really have any intention of of doing anything with it it's almost like that you know like that kind of uh guys who sleep with lots of girls and then they it's kind of like a notch in their belt i almost feel in some kind of strange way that it's like okay well you know she's the ba- one of the bad chicks like she's new you know she hasn't been out there very long and i got her number so maybe i'm not going to really talk to her but you know what i know that she's there if i want to because i also really- think <laughs> you've been blocked right so but that's the thing it's like I, I feel like sometimes in that with the multiple conversations that people also feel that there's room for them to not necessarily talk to you every day because there's no commitment obligation if you guys are just in the talking stages do i really have to talk to you every day so that's a question oh. to both of you if you're in the talking oh. stage with somebody and you've exchanged numbers are they then obligated to talk to you every day well, I wouldn't say there's obligations to do anything other than like try to get to know a person. Because look, we live in a real world where people yes. are working nine to five jobs. People have kids. People have like, I do photography and I have a full nine to five as well. I'm, you know, a director of photography for uh, an indie music label as well. Yes. So my time isn't always going to be able to be given to a person every single day. Now, me, I'm weird. I sleep three hours a night, like three to four hours a day. So I have the time to like, you know, to give some people some conversation. But I don't think it's an obligation to talk to someone every single day. I think there shouldn't be an obligation. It should just come organically. Right. You know? Yeah. I think it should come uh, organically. And I also feel like even if you're not speaking to that person every single day, you should be able to see that there's interest. Right. If Text you message. don't see that there's interest, like sending me a good morning message every morning with no follow-up talk. What am I supposed to do with that? What am I supposed to do with that? So well, I, I, there's somebody I, I, who's messaging me every day. Right? So. Well, I, of course. Because I think, I think like a lot of people, especially, I, I have to say this, and this is something I really noticed since like the beginning of like online dating before it was like a thing before it was popular and now um the art of conversation is going out the window fine like i'm sitting there i'm i'm having trying to have conversations and the person wants to text i'm a phone call person i'm old school i want to be on the phone have that full conversation because you can tell how people are really feeling and you know you can hear the intention in their voice yeah a lot of stuff is lost in text message Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very, I'm, I have a, like a dry sense of humor. So it'll get lost in text message in comparison to being, you know, on the phone. And there's so many tools now. And I've literally had a conversation with people where most of the conversation from them has been emojis. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, we could, we could call. You could send me a voice note. You can send me a, a small clip video. You, there's so many things you could do and you're sending me, you know, I might pour out my heart in a text or, you know, and get like a, oh, a thumbs up. <laughs> like, 
how am I supposed to interpret that? You know, so. Do you think um, that people who do that, it's because maybe they're socially uncomfortable or they're socially inept? Like they like you, but they don't necessarily know how to verbally express themselves. And so they use the tools that are available to them. Because the thing is like when, when we were younger, because we're all, well, I'm older than you guys, but we're all kind of within the same age range-ish. Um, they didn't have emojis. They didn't have like all these, you know what I mean? And even with instant messaging, it wasn't as advanced as it is now. Like you literally had to write on a piece of paper, do you like me? Check yes or no, you know what I mean? But do you think that maybe people who are using emojis to convey their emotions and the way they feel, it's because they're more socially inept or uncomfortable with conversation? Or are they just lazy? Well, I, mean, well, I think, I think now, yeah. Well, I think also now it's like, you know, this whole generation has grown up online right where they haven't had to be in front of people and actually having conversations like you know i remember as a kid my mom used to take me to have play dates yes. so i can be sociable with people now it's you know the kids are on you know you know ps5 talking to people via like you know the video game and whatnot you know right. not to sound like a super old guy but like i'm you know our generation was it was more personable it was more like you know we could actually sit there and right across from someone and have a conversation right so it's a little bit different now keys what are your thoughts i agree i feel like well first of all i think that there's twofold one if you're getting a lot of people just talking in emoji you're probably talking to somebody who's younger and then <laughs> and then two and then two then there's just the people who just don't know how to communicate right that should be an indicator for you off the bat okay uh don you had mentioned something not necessarily related to anything but i wanted to ask you both a question um dating people who have children how has that experience been for either of you so I know for myself, I don't want to date anyone that wants to have children because the shop is locked. The shop is open for certain things, but the shop is locked for the reproduction of anything. Um, and I'm also opposed to, not that I haven't, like, you know, if you have small kids, more power to you. I hope you find somebody that enjoys the company of small children, but I'm also not trying to date anyone who has small children because I like to move about. I like to travel. I like to, you know, go places and do things. And I feel like if I'm, if I'm dating a, a person that has small children, their obligation is always going to be to their children. And I get that because I've, I've raised mine. Do you know what I mean? So for both of you, uh, a two part question, would you date somebody that has small children and what are your thoughts on, and especially if you're a person that doesn't have kids dating someone who does have kids? Um, well, I, I go first. Um, I've dated people with children like a few times. I never really had a huge problem with it, you know, barring their relationship with their baby father mm -hmm. and, you know, and their relationship with their kids, period. Because I've dated some people whose kids didn't really have... Uh, Enters? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not for that. Like, right. you know... Um, now as now as i've got like the older i get if the kids are older that's a different story if they're you know teenagers or you know some even in their 20s and so on and so forth like yeah i don't have an issue with that per se um dating someone with like really young children um like you said i kind of this is going to sound bad and i'm probably going to take some heat for this i kind of like being i kind of like being number one in the life of the person i'm dealing with Okay. Um, 
you know, it's the reason why now I probably am more off of dating people with small children. It's just mm. because I, like you said, I, you know, I'm at age now where, where I want to do is travel, um, you know, around. And make memories. Yeah, make yeah. memories with people and be able to say, oh, it's two o'clock in the morning. Oh, something just came out on Netflix. Like, let me just go to your house in the middle of the night and just watch a movie with you. Yes. And then being able to do that without having to worry about waking up children and so on and so forth. No offense to people with kids. I've dated, like, my last probably two or three exes had children. Right. And that's why I probably am leaning a little bit more towards dating people no more. who don't have children. Because <laughs> I'm not bringing that to the table. Right. And I would, you know, I kind of feel like in, in any strong relationship, y'all both should be coming to the table evenly. Not with, I don't want to say kids are baggage, but, you know. Kids are baggage. Listen to me. This is a free space. It is say, say, talk the way you want to talk. It's okay to not want to date people with kids or baggage. Well, okay. We also are in 20, you know, 2022. And there's a lot of sensitive people out there. So nobody gets a fuck. No, I don't think in this case, it's a matter of being politically correct. Like what you like is what you like. It's not like you're saying like, I hate kids. And you know, if you have baggage, don't that. No, but for you personally, it's okay to say, this is my preference. I would prefer to be with someone that doesn't have small picnic. And I would prefer to be with someone that doesn't have, because I think one of the worst things is now, suppose you plan a date with somebody. And every time you plan a date with them, it gets canceled because they have to tend to their children, respectfully and rightfully so. But after a while, it gets annoying. It gets annoying. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So um, say, say what it is. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I completely understand that. My thing is it's also like getting to the politically correct thing. You know, um, obviously we're trying to be, we're trying to be adults and, and be honest with people. And I'm wholeheartedly honest with people now of, I don't date really date people with kids unless that situation works in a way that it can benefit. I wouldn't say benefit, but work for me. Um, so, like, if they didn't I, have their children more, full time, yeah, or um, like, you, like their children were older, or so right. on and so forth. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of it kind of difficult dating someone and then not being able to spend the time that you want to to get to know somebody because. You know, they have to, they don't have a babysitter or so on and so forth. So it's rough though, because um, in my age group, there's not a lot of people who don't have kids. True. And the people who don't have kids don't have kids for a reason. Yes. So, you know, that might not always be the positive thing. So it's a little harder. That's what makes dating, you know, a lot difficult as you get older because, you know, everybody was having kids in their 20s, at least I know. Especially yes. after this pandemic, I like I obviously I do photography. Everybody's pregnant. Pop- <laughs> yeah, like they've been 10- inside for two years making babies. Oh my goodness! I got friends <laughs> who are working on the second kid during this pandemic. Wow! Like yeah, so it's it's uh it's hard out there, but yeah. Dating Keith, what about children? you? Sorry, what about what are your thoughts on dating uh dating a, a, somebody with kids? Is that a yes for you? Is that a no for you? Is it neither here? That's a no for me. Um, kind of the same of, of what Don was saying. Like, I'm a little bit selfish when it comes to time. So I've already raised my kid. My kid is, you know, flown the coop. And <laughs> I'm not trying to, like, look, and I agree with what you were saying, AJ, in terms of 
if you have a kid and that you know that kid becomes a priority that kid should be the priority i get it yeah i just don't want i don't want to be involved with that yeah furthermore if you have young kids especially and then the expectation is that at one point let's say if we do get together and i'm going to be living together where i'm going to be have to have to mind these kids if these kids live with you yeah you become stepmom i don't want to I don't want to. I don't want to have to cook for the kids. I don't want to have to clean up after kids. I did that already. I don't want that. So that's question number one for me. And if I see it on your profile, I have kids. Like more than likely, you get you get mixed out of the equation off the bat because. So I want to ask something that I think that I already know the answer to, and it's a question for both of you. If you were dating somebody. And after, let's say, six months, you're in love, everything's great, you want to be with this person, you know that definitively. For some reason, it comes to light that they have a child that they didn't disclose to you in the first six months. Do you stay or do you go? I'm out. Just um, lie about your kid. Yeah, that, that's kind of like... That's you can lie about your kid? What people, have, what? people have done it. But that's a big lie. That's a big lie to me. It is. So that yeah. means you, you're 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 and you did it easily, right? And you kept that concealed for six months. Yeah. That means you're good at lying. You're a liar. No okay. thanks. I'm out. Okay. Done. Would you stare? Would you go? Would you give them the benefit of the doubt? Would you have conversation with them? Would you give them a second chance? Um. That's a dub. That's automatically a no. Um. I've talked to people. No. I've talked to people who have. Um, surprisingly kept their kids completely hidden and like yeah I, I, there's a actually probably a few different times where they didn't put it on their profile they didn't and then later on maybe not six months but you know later on in the conversation it's like oh well you know I have a son or I'm like wait you ain't put your kid on your, your profile you ain't you ain't bring it up in the first conversation, the second conversation, the third conversation. Why are you bringing up a kid now? You know, I don't, it's not about having a problem with the kids. It's about having a problem with you lying and you withholding information. And people, withholding information is lying. Yes. Okay, That's so just get that out of the I, I want to play devil's advocate, advocate for a minute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, suppose now the person waited to tell you because they weren't sure of what you guys were going to be. Suppose they wanted to wait to tell you because they wanted to be sure that you're the person that they wanted to be with because they want to introduce you to their child, but they didn't want to have that happen prematurely. Um, suppose the person said, you know what? I'm not going to bring my, my kid into the conversation because I want to get to know this person first and see where their head is at and how they are mentally and emotionally before I introduce the fact that I have a child or children and then see how they deal with that. Is that, um, is that still a no-go? No, that's a no-go. That's, that's, a, that's a dog. Thank you, Don. You that's did the right dog. move right there. <laughs> that's a dog. That's a dog. Those are, no, no, if, if you're looking at somebody as a potential, period, yes. as a yes. potential, then you need to disclose that information. That person needs to know that that may be a part of the equation if I'm a potential. I need to know that. That's information I need to know. If you're oh. homeless and you're living in a shelter, I need to know. Right. Yeah. Um, that's perfect example. I was going to give an example too of like, let's say, God forbid, the person has an STD. Right. 
that's a, that's information I kind of need to know to determine if I'm going to go further with you or end it right off the rip. A kid is super important. A kid is super important. Your right. child should be your first priority. Your child, it should be, your goal in life should be making sure your kid has everything that they want, give them as much opportunity as they can until they can take that opportunity and move on their own with it. If you're t- not telling me that you have a child, that's telling me something about you and that's telling me I should probably go away. It's a red flag. As red as this hoodie is, that's a red flag. <laughs> okay. Does it matter if the okay, so oh boy, now y'all making me feel bad. Okay, okay. So, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say. I, I've talked to somebody where in the first two or three months, I didn't disclose that I have, now mind you, my, my kids are adults, like they're grown, grown, but there was never any mention of it. And I remember saying something one day and the person's like, wait, you have kids? I'm like, I have adult children. They're like, oh, but you never said anything. And then it caused an issue. But in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, but they're not small and they're self-sufficient. I don't yeah, have to mind them. I'm still able to come and go. But he felt some type of way that I didn't say that I have yeah. kids. Am I it's, wrong? It's withholding it from is withholding information. And then what you're forgetting is that, you know, if the kids, like that's a whole nother person that I have to, I wouldn't say impress, but right. if your kid doesn't like me, it's a dumb Man, fuck them kids. I don't care. They're not living my life. Well, I mean, of course you're, you're in a different situation, but if, if someone has a 10 year old child right. and I'm trying to date that person and right. that person, I've literally, it's happened to me where I but that's, that's, sorry, sorry to cut you, but that's what I'm asking. Is there a difference between not just not saying it because you've got big, grown, hardback kids that don't live at home versus having children that are in your house or even if you have them every other weekend? Is there a difference or is it still lying across the board? It's lying regardless. I, but I still think that you're, to lie. if you're trying to get to know somebody and you're sharing information about yourself, that should be a part of the information about yourself. Yeah. That's withholding information. Withholding information is lying. In 2022, <laughs> I want everyone to understand withholding information is lying. I don't agree. Lying. I don't agree. If someone doesn't yeah. ask you something and you don't if you don't answer that something because it wasn't asked of you, you're not withholding information. You're just not disclosing because it wasn't part of the conversation. But I think it depends okay. on the information. If I didn't disclose that I'm wearing red panties today that's not lying you didn't ask how is me it why. not because that's not crucial to any of our lives so okay okay so then okay okay so like children are important like that's right yeah like you gave birth to a child that's kind of important information to know like if i had okay. a kid out here and i didn't i didn't mention that to somebody that would be crazy. Okay. If, oh, on date on date five, you pull up to my house and there's a kid there. You could say like, it's your, your cousin. I, but that be that would be lying directly. Okay. Be lying directly. Okay. Like, so no. Let me let me go a, a, a different avenue. What if you gave birth to a child? What if the person has children that they have no interaction with? Are they still obligated to disclose to you? Is that still oh, considered yeah. lying if they don't tell you that? Yeah, let me let me throw yeah. this at you. Okay. What if a person is looking for somebody and they want somebody who has never had children? Period. And you didn't disclose yeah. that information. That person okay, so that, for that person's life, they are looking for they they're looking at women that so if they look and they're like, okay, she hasn't mentioned she doesn't have any children, okay, perfect. She she seems all right. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I if don't she believe has in no mom, interaction so. with that child, does that matter? Okay, so let's 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 just go like to the base of it. Suppose it's a woman that's given birth to a child that she gave up for adoption and she's never had any interaction with that child in any way, shape, or form. Is she obligated to say to Don, I just wanted to let you know, I know that you want to be with somebody who's never had kids before. You know, she doesn't have any, 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 inter- like she's ne- from, she was 16 and gave up that child. She never seen that child. Is she obligated to say to Don, okay, well, I just want to let you know that when I was 16, I had a child that I gave up for adoption, la, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. Is there still that obligation? I think if she's looking at that person again as a potential, that's something that should be discussed. Uh, see, but that's, there's, there's a difference. So, hold on, hold on. Listen to what she said, though, because that's kind of different from the online dating topic. Oh, right. like, because that's like, okay, we're past being online now. We're right. in person. We're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something you should tell me. Because if a kid pops up on our doorstep, like, you know, 20 years down the line, it's like, yo, that's my mom. And I'm looking like, we ain't had no kids. And then you look at me like, oh, well, see what had happened was, yeah, that's, that's probably going to, that's probably going to end badly. That's going to end badly. It's going to end badly. You know? So. So I know the two of you agree with each other. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with both of you. Because I feel like it's, to me, that's like disclosing um, severe trauma. Like you, you should have the choice to not have to disclose severe trauma to somebody if you're uncomfortable. And I don't think it has anything to do with trust. I don't think it has anything to do with like longevity or long-term relationships. Maybe it's something for you that you've resolved and you've, you've put to rest. I don't think dredging up the past necessarily is a good thing or necessary in order to move your relationship forward. So for example, and, and we're going to get off this topic, but I just want to say, and if you, if you want to comment quickly after I've said it, I think that if somebody has had rape trauma where they created it, what child was created and they gave up that child for adoption and that child is no not part of their life, they've done the healing, they've done whatever, and they've moved forward with their life. I don't think it's fair for them to have to be forced to disclose something like that to potentially relive that trauma just because the person that they want to bond with has said, well, I need to know if there have been kids in your past. Like, I think it's unfair, but I also think that sometimes we have too much expectation of people and we want things from people that we ourselves are not willing to give. That's so, but I'm, I'm going to give you both fair opportunity to respond to that. Um, I, I completely understand. I hear what you're saying and I can understand that, but at the same time, it's like, if I'm coming to you full of mind, body, and soul and trying to get to know you and try to build with you, like every future started from someone's past. And I need to know the information from your past because even if you're growing into a person or going into being a better person or a different person, your past is going to tell a lot about you. And I need to know these things because if I don't know the past, then our future is going to be on a shaky, it's going to be shaky. It's like what they say, um, you know, history repeats itself. You know, you have to know someone, I mean, but I'm big on telling everything. Like I tell people my life story after meeting them for five minutes <laughs> because I know, because I know that if, for example, my mom passed when I was very young. Yes. I tell people that so they don't make jokes about my moms or right. about mom jokes because I don't really rock with that. That's right. not for me. I don't play those games. You have to let people know, you know, especially when it comes to traumas, you have to kind of let people know like, all right, you know, these are the things I've been through. You don't have to go into great, de- into great detail, but you have to give people a heads up because, you know, 
if I didn't say something and this girl said something crazy about my mom in a joking manner, and then I'll lose my temper, then, right. you know, who's wrong in that situation? It's right. me, because I didn't give that information. So you have to give up information, especially if you want to build. Now, if you want to just hook up with someone, have a moment, as I like to call it, hey, you know, some of that information, knows that you don't have to tell them. You know, right. maybe the red panties will be more information that I need to know than, <laughs> you know, if I had a kid, you know, 10 years ago and I gave up for adoption. You right. get me? But it depends on what you want from that situation. Right. You know? Keys, I agree 100%. I'm always straight up, um, completely open about all of my stuff. So, like, for me, like, I've gone through rape and I had to have an abortion because of that. And so if I'm in a relationship with somebody or I'm looking to build a relationship, that's a conversation that I have. Right. Right. Because I don't want to be sitting down there watching, um, what's that show? SVU. SVU. Yeah. Special victims. Yeah. I'm having a moment and this person's looking at me like, okay, like, you know. What is wrong with you? What's going what on? Right? right. Like, I remember that during the time frame when um, the whole Me Too stuff was going on and yes. with, um, with Bill Cosby. Yes. And people were just like, oh, right, sure. Why didn't that person say something, you know, right away? And I'm like, uh, because there's a lot of reasons why somebody might not say something right away. And think about it in that, you know what I mean? So right. I think definitely, depending on, like what Don said, depending on what the end result is or what the end goal is, is with the person, Yes. if it's a long term, then yes, you, you definitely want to have those type of conversations because it does kind of shape you. It does kind of, have an impact on maybe sometimes some of your reactions. Um, and so, yeah, I, 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 I'm personally, I, I'm one of the people that I tell everything. I don't yeah. have anything. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me just add this. Um, just for, just, um, for information's sake, the CDC just released, uh, last year that one in every three women has experienced sexual violence. Mm -hmm. So like three. that's one that's in three. In the United States, one in three. Um, also, I think the FBI put out that... And that's just like reported. 57, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that's 67% of uh, sexual assaults aren't reported. Oh, and, yes, absolutely. So, I mean, that's just information that people should just know. Because, you know, people experience things... You, you have to be more um, aware of, of people these, of these in these days and so on and so forth. So, sorry. No, no do uh, yeah. do either of you have rules for yourself when it comes to dating? Like, do you have a particular set of like I have a set of do's and don'ts when I'm when I'm starting to. I know we keep using the term dating loosely, but because it's online dating. But when you're getting to know someone, you're in the talking stage and even going into the dating stage. Do you have rules for yourself that are are like a governing baseline when you're getting to know someone and when you get into dating? Like for me, one of the what something that's important is that the person, and then, and it may sound really shallow, and frankly, I don't give a fuck. But you need to drive, because either you need to drive or you need to make a concerted effort to get to wherever we're gonna be. I don't want to come pick you up all the time. You know what I mean? Like if I'm able to get to you, you should be. Or I don't want to be able. I don't want to have to pick you up all the time. Um, I don't want to, like anybody who wants to borrow money from me within the first like three to six months of us dating, you're probably going to end up having, you're going to go, you got to go. 
And, yeah. and I think that that should be something like right across the board. I believe in, you know, I don't necessarily believe in the person that I'm talking to or getting to know that he has to be the one that pays for every single date. I want to pay for, I want to pay for them, some of them too. Like I want us to have an equal amount of fun where you don't feel financially burdened to support us getting to know each other. So those are some the things that are for me. But for you, each of you respectively, do you have a governing body of rules or guidelines for yourselves that you use when you're getting to know someone or when you're dating? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, one, that they're employed or have a form of money, <laughs> a form of way to make money. Yes. Um, Does it matter what they to... do to make money? No, I, I'm like, I've dated people who, who have OnlyFans. I've dated people who, you know, who, who have stripped, who have done, you know, they work a ton of different things. Yes. Right. Who've done like sex work and stuff. Right. So, like, you know, some that stuff doesn't really bother me as much as I know that you're out there, you know, being safe with it. And, you know, that you're that you're getting your just due when it comes to it. like you're, right. you know, you're not being taken advantage of, that you're out there making money and doing it because you want to do it, not because someone is making you do it or a situation is making you do it. Yes. Um and um I don't know, I mean, like the no kids. I'm sorry, that's just, you know, Kind of Stop saying sorry. Your preferences are your preferences. Don't be apologetic for it. I, um, yes, but you know, I'm also a black man in the United States. We generally have to be apologetic, or people think that we're being overly aggressive. So, I'm, you know, um, I'm trying to think. I mean, as long as the person's open and honest, like I need someone who's going to be open and honest, and who's open-minded, and you know, yeah. I mean, I don't know if there are specific rules, well, but yeah. like, but you know, like there's things that I just want, you know, I want a person who has good morals and who has good character. Um, you know, someone who's intelligent. I don't, I don't want to be talking to someone who I can't have a full conversation with about, you know, about what's going on in the world in comparison to like just talking about Jordans and, um, you know, and, and clothes and stuff and I, I need substance to a person, but I don't know if that's a rule. Like, yeah. I, I would say so. Like, I mean, it's one of the. I, so maybe rule is the, is the wrong word to use, but just a governing set of principles or guidelines for yourself when dating somebody or things that are that you're not willing to compromise. Let's say. So the person has to be employed. That's not something that you're willing to compromise. Whatever it is that they do, they need to be employed. That you know they don't have kids. That's not something you're willing to compromise on. Um, and, and those things are fine. So it's, yeah, I think it's more so like, what is, what, uh, are you unwilling to compromise for? And don't feel bad about it. Like I said, everyone has preferences and you're entitled to that. So keys for you, do you have a governing set of, of principles for yourself or a governing set of girl? I know. Oh, she was waiting. She was waiting. Right. Right. Some of them down, but then at the same time I was trying to listen to Don. So yeah, definitely employed, definitely drive. I'm not picking up nobody. I'm not even picking you up one time. I'm not picking up nobody. I'm not doing that. Okay, so let me ask you, devil's advocate. So what if they do drive, but they had an uh, an issue that particular date? Like you guys are supposed to go out and they have an issue with their, their car on that particular... But hold on, hold on. But all the other times they drive and they've even offered to come pick you up on occasion. Well, you wouldn't reciprocate? So you're saying just one time. It's one day. Their car broke down. Not every time, but just one time. Okay. Okay, that's, you know, I, I can give that, a, you know, that's all right. Because you, you've driven before. Okay. Right? 
But if, if, if I start to see a habit of that, I'm just going to believe that you borrowed somebody's car in the beginning. <laughs> right. car. Like I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be at that point. Like I want to see proof that that was your car. Right. That's just me. Um, the person has to be very considerate and just a kind person, like how they treat others. I look at that. I look at how they treat others. Um, yeah, you have to have toolkit and your toolkit has to be a certain size minimum. I have size minimums. That's just me and my preference. I'll Sorry, can you, can you clarify toolkit, please? And the tool has so to be what? their penis size needs to be, they, I have minimums. And I don't go below my minimums. Yeah, I did that for a long time. And I was a prisoner of war. <laughs> so I don't you do that hostage. anymore. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. Because <laughs> I'm a loyal person. So if I'm yes. with somebody, I'm with somebody. So, Yeah. We have, I have minimums. Um, same thing like Don said in terms of morals and values, they have to align with mine. Um, not to say that anybody else's are wrong or, you know, if it's different than mine, it's, you know, it's, it's a bad thing. It's just, I, for me, it has to align with myself. Um, I'm a talker, as you know. So I, the person, I have to be able to have a conversation with the person. Um, otherwise, that's just not going to work. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I got and one more. Really no children. Hi. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, and height. I'm sorry. I'm a height person. Me too. Um, I'm a height person. <laughs> Don, uh, you're can't... a height person? I, I am. Now, have I dated people who are shorter than my height preferences? Yes. But they checked off all the other boxes. But preference-wise, it's like five, seven, five, eight or taller. I feel offended. Right. I'm five, six. Me too. I'm offended, Don. I'm offended, Don. I mean, Take that I back. You can't drop it to like a five six, my guy. Wow. Yeah, five six. No, no. Actually, this is funny. It's not funny. But I broke up with someone because they lied about their height. They said they, they, said, they said they said that they were five seven, and I met them and they were five six. <laughs> oh, and that you're stuck so, in my what crawl. What? That stuck in my crawl, and I was like, you know what? I can't do this. I can't do Maybe it. she thought she was five seven. Yeah. Like I think I'm five seven. I know I'm not, but I think I'm five seven. I think I'm five seven, but I say I'm five six and three quarters. Guy, yeah, you're yeah, five sorry. six because we're the same height, and I'm five six. Stop it right now. I'm five. She said the doctor said I'm five six and three quarters. Your doctor lied to you. Yeah, she didn't. Because I'm five six and you and I are the same height. I'm a okay. little bit taller than you, but it's okay. You're not. Are we doing this again right now? So Don, you broke up. You legitimately broke up with someone because of an inch difference Just because in height. of the height. Or, or is it because she lied or because of the height? Um, or both? The height bothered me. I'm not going to lie. Like, the lie bothered me more, but the height was in the back of my head. And I'm just like, yo, you're really, like, you're really, you're really 5'6". Like, you and I'm like, like, are you 5'6"? Five 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 what? I'm sorry. I'm 6'3". Now, to be honest, I'm actually 6'3 and, and 3 four, and three fourths or whatever. Okay. But I'm 6'3". Okay. You know, I, I downplay it, so I'm not lying. I just don't know. I'm sorry. Just, you know what? In fairness to you, based on what Keys was saying, that inch makes a huge difference. Makes so difference. If, yeah. if the height if the height of an inch is, is it makes a difference to you, I know for Keys from what she just said, the height the to the, the length difference of an inch makes a big difference. It's the difference between six inches and five inches in the toolkit. Right? 
Okay. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you know, I, I won't go too much into being like into, you know, vanity and stuff, but height is a very important thing for me. And that's yeah. um, all the women, all the women in my family are tall, like freakishly I, you're tall. I my feelings right now. Like, I really feel like I'm being attacked. Me I'm too. But, you know, it's okay, girl. It's okay, girl. I got right? you. Wow, hold on. Y'all were talking about like, you know, you know <laughs> like whatever, like that's like, I'm like, listen oh, to me. You know, a but, woman who's five, six is not going to impact your life as much as a man who only has a three inch penis. I'm so sorry. I'm just I mean, saying. For you, for you, for you. Fair enough. <laughs> for me, for me, like me having that, having to look down a little bit further hurts my back. No, you're so disrespectful. Lives. It's less it's less of a distance that she has to go when she has to get on her knees for you. How about that? Okay, let's move on. <laughs> do you think that people who are not financially secure, do you think that people who are not financially secure should date? Should they wait until they are financially secure? Should they try to find somebody who is in their financial tax bracket? Or should they just do whatever they're doing and not care? Throw caution to the wind. Um... I'm I'm a big believer. Like I won't date someone if I'm not working. Okay. I I won't. Just me personally, I couldn't do that. I couldn't be with someone, and you know, be like, it's I told you all the time. That, yeah. I, first and foremost, I'm old school. I don't like a female paying for me for anything. In the beginning, I'm really like at least for the first six months. I'm not unless we like get into a relationship within those six months. Right. I'm even then. I'm not really a big fan of someone paying for me. Like I just don't. Um, I'm old school in that way. Plus, um, you know, some women. I'm not gonna say all, but towards the end, if if, it, if the situation starts to get rocky, that's always something that kind of always brung up and put into a gentleman's face. Like, oh, word, I paid for this. I paid for oh, this, okay. this, this, and this. Nah, I'm sorry. I paid for everything. It's cool. Like, I don't want that stress. Keys, what are your oh, thoughts? Sorry. Oh. No, no, sorry, Don, go ahead, finish. No, 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 but um, do I think, I also understand that the dating pool is so small. And if someone is, like, if someone's not working, but they're trending to work or they're trying to find work and so on and so forth, I understand that I'm still trying to have conversations. But to be, for me, to be in a relationship with someone, no, I can't. TV wanting to date someone who wasn't in a financially good place or at least trying to get to a financially good place. Keys, what about you? Do you think that people who are not financially secure, financially stable, should they be dating? Should they try to find somebody they match with that is in the same financial situation? Or should they just say fuck it and date whoever they want and whatever whatever that person's tax bracket is? My initial thought was, no, you should not be dating. You should not be dating. You should not be dating. But then I thought about it and I'm like, okay, but there are some people, whether it be men or women, who don't mind financially taking care of a partner. Mm-hmm. I just feel that though, if that is your case and you're not working, that information needs to be disclosed. Yeah. That's it. Well, if there's websites for that. Don't hide that information. Don't don't we go out somewhere and it's like, oh, oh man, I forgot my wallet. You didn't forget your wallet. <laughs> and I'm that type of person that if you forgot your wallet, well then, okay, well then, let's go. See you when I see you. Right. Yeah, like, no, we're not playing that game. So, 
I mean, like I said, there are some people like in this day and age, anyways. There's there are those relationships where there is there are men who are wanting to take care financially of their woman, and there are some women who want to financially take care of their men. So that's fine. But if that's what you're looking for, go, go do that. Go on your sugar daddy sites and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff like that, or your sugar mama sites, or let it just be known that I'm currently not working, but you know, I'm working towards this or I don't work. You know what I mean? Put that in your profile. Be yeah. proud of who you are and where you so, are. <laughs> let me ask both of you a, a question. So scenario, you're, you're dating someone and uh, everything's going great. You've you know decided that this is the person that you want to focus on. You want to develop a relationship with this person. I, I'm always a, 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 an advocate of six months because I feel like six months is like the telling time when things start to either fall apart or they start to get really good. So six months in, this person loses their job and they disclose to you that they've lost their job. And so you're okay with that because you know that you guys are working towards a future and you say, you know, it's fine. I got us. If we go out, like I'm good because I know that you're going to get a job. And you notice six months later that they're still not working and they're not making an effort. And now it's nine months after they've lost their job and they're still not working and they're still not making an effort because you keep financially taking care of anything. At some point, do you stop and have a conversation with that person or do you just dead things one time? Or would you even let it get to the point of nine months of them not working before saying something? Nine months. That's crazy. First of all, you're in love though. You're in love. You're in the bubble of euphoria. No, 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 no. Because what's love got to do with it? That's understandable. That's understandable. But as a person, you should want to be able to be self-sufficient and granted you lost your job. You're looking for another job. In the meantime, you should still be working. I don't care if you go work at McDonald's, you should still be working and contributing somehow until you get to wherever it is that you're trying to, trying to get to. You can't just sit down and do nothing. And to me, going out and applying for jobs, you can do that online today. You can do that in, in the first two hours of the day and still go work a job and come in and contribute. That shows me more than somebody sitting at home comfortable that your woman or your man is just completely paying for everything. Like that, I don't that I don't agree with that. Whether you're a man or a woman. Okay. Don? You're with oh, someone? Okay. Well, Okay, you got the yeah. scenario. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I've, I've dated. I've dated a, a young lady who was um, unemployed for... When we first started talking, they were employed. And then over time, they weren't. And like I said, I'm a person who... I'm a giver. I'm a person who, like, you know, if I got it, you got it. But it gets to a point. And I'm a big believer of now of, like, okay, you give it a time frame. But... After that time frame, we have to have a hard conversation because, you know, I've been working since I was 13 years old, like pretty consistently been working my whole life. I can go get a job. Like she said, you can go get a job, go work at, you know, at McDonald's or Burger King. What if they tell you you McDonald's is beneath them? Like I was an executive. I'm not working at McDonald's. To me, you're making Yeah. Well, I mean, look, then if that's the case, then in a certain time frame, you should have a job. Because if you have that high expectation and you are that high up, you can get to that point again. And if you can't, you could take a step down, maybe not go to McDonald's, but you could take a step down and not, if you are, you know, 
a VP somewhere and you can step down and just be the middleman for a little bit until you build it up and find another job. You can always, I'm a big believer, you can always find a job. I'm a big believer. You can always go out there and make something happen. You Would know? you end your relationship if she seemed resistant to finding work? Yeah. Because that means, that means you don't, that means that person like, that means that person doesn't have respect enough to you. Because yes. if I have to get up every day and go work, like, you know, I got multiple jobs. I wear multiple hats. If I have to get up every day and do that, and you can't take two, you can't humble yourself and say, okay, you know what? Let me go and do this for the meantime until I can figure it out. That's, that's telling a lot to me because, you know, I might want to have kids in my lifetime. And if let's say something happens to me, where I get hurt. Like I just recently hurt my knee over a few months back. Yes. And if you're not going to be there to be a support to me, that's telling if you're not going to be willing to go get a job. Cause that's telling me maybe if I got hurt and then you, you know, it, it tells a lot to me. It shows like where your mindset is. You know, you give them a time frame. You don't be a jerk. You give them a time frame, an ultimatum, whatever you want to call it. But they have to be willing to do what it takes to be in a relationship because um, rent ain't free. Um, there's bills, cable ain't free. Shoot, water ain't free. So, yes. you know, like, you know, love love is a beautiful thing. The emotion of love is great. But then there's the reality of love. Right. The reality of love is like, look, we got bills. There might be a mortgage. There might be all, you know, kids, you know, retirement funds. We want all that good stuff. I want right. to be nice. So, yeah, it's very important. Very important. No, sorry. That should be both part partners' goal. Like, yeah. No, man. No. <laughs> you want me? You want what? No, that's crazy. Like, and like I said, I have no problem paying for stuff, but I want to be with a partner. I don't want to be with a liability. There's a big difference between being a partner and a liability. And you're a liability if you don't have anything to bring to the table. I know people are making a big thing about this whole bring it to the table and I'm the table. Okay. If you can't put food on the table. Right. You can't eat the wood. You can't eat the table. Right. Nope. If a bill comes on that table, you can't put these green things on that table to pay for it. That's a problem. That's a problem. We grown ups here. Yeah. You know, so. So Keys, in your experience, like, so for what you've seen online right now, um, because, so I have a personal theory about, um, I feel like we live in an age now where less people are inclined to get married and more people are inclined to have partnerships where you live together and split the bills and maybe have kids and a dog and, you know, 2.5 cars and whatever, whatever. But I feel like we're in an age now where less people are wanting to get married versus cohabitate. In your personal experience from what you've seen um, on online dating since you've been on, do you feel, do you find that more people are interested in long-term relationships or more people are interested in just hooking up? So and Donna, I'm going to ask you the same question. What I've been seeing in terms of what they have on their profile, they're looking for a long-term relationship. When you speak with them though, it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother mm-hmm. thing. So I'm finding that like, I'll talk to people and they want a long-term relationship. Okay, fine. So we're getting to know each other. But then you're calling me at nine o'clock because you want to have a a, a, a sex conversation, right, video sex, right, or sex conversation. Yeah, and I'm just right. like, bro, like, I'm, no, no, and you're not gonna call me every night, right, to get you off. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, like, 
I don't know. That's what I'm noticing. And I'm just, I'm not into that. Okay. Don, what about you? Do you think that more people are moving away from uh, uh, dating with the purpose of getting married and, and more focused on dating with the sake of just like, you know, getting their rocks off? Or are people still dating with purpose or dating with, yeah, with purpose? Let's, let's call it that. Okay. Um, so I know in the United States, um, was it, uh, I think it's like three quarters of marriages fail, something like that. Crazy number. Um, it's, it's a lot like most marriages don't make. Um, but people are still getting married. Um, I see online, especially with the pandemic, I see a lot more situationships mm. and more partnerships and, you know, more people just hooking up and, um, and a lot more women hooking up, just wanting to hook up in these times in comparison to years past. Because y'all are um, stressful. Y'all well, men's well, is stressful. Whoa, hold on, wait. Um, <laughs> like, for example, I live in New York. Yes. Um, the pandemic rules, except for Canada, they've been crazy here. Yes. And a, yes. Lot, a lot of people were, um, a lot of uh, visiting nurses came into New York. Were put up in a hotel and had been in there for a year. And I've known a lot of those ladies on tender to be like, hey, come through, let's have a moment, and That's let's it. keep it going. And let's keep it going. I'm also an essential worker. I'm sorry, let me say it again. Essential worker. So. Oh, it sounded like you, know, you said you're a sexual worker. I was going to be like, what? Whoa, no. <laughs> when did hey, this hey. happen? <laughs> sorry. Yeah. No, but I, I am on someone's OnlyFans, but that's another story for another day. I digress. Um, but, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, a lot of people were just meeting and wanting comfort. Yes. So, I think there's a lot of people who are looking for partnerships, especially living in the city I live in with how high rent is, the cost of living in New York. You know, the interest rate went up, what, 7.5 points? Like, everything is getting more expensive. Yes. Um, so a lot of people are going into situations wanting to be with someone, but not wanting that commitment because divorce comes with, you know, spousal support, maybe child support, you know, having to try to split assets. A lot of people are trying to be in relationships, but more into situationships where, you know, you date with someone, you live with them, you know, you call each other wifey, you know, hubby, but you're not really getting married, you know? So I see a lot more of that, that and a lot more hooking up a lot, like a lot, a lot more. Like and women being a lot more aggressive about wanting to just hook up, like. Yes, cause we don't have time yeah. to waste. We want to suck your dick and we want you to know that we want to suck your dick and whatever else happens after that happens after that. Oh. I know, but hell no, but hey, but I'm just saying that before, when if a guy were to say that, it might have been perceived as oh, yeah. like, yep. you know, something negative. Yeah. Um, oh, there's definitely, yeah. a, a definitely a double, definitely a double standard. Absolutely a double standard. And I think that the understanding is that like, if a woman is aggressive with you, like men should just be grateful because like, she's openly upfront telling you like, I want to fuck, like, what's good? I want to suck your dick. Like, what's good? Like, when are we hooking up? And there's supposed to be a sense of less offense because the woman is freely giving herself to you. But if, I, I do agree if the tables were turned and a general, like a man approached you, be like, you know, like, 
you got a fat ass. Like, I want to fuck. Like, what's good? I like your profile pictures. You look like you got a good pussy. Like, what's up? What that mouth do? Well, uh, we would be offended that. to the ends of the earth. I mean, I, wanna, but, but, I have but, to say, but, I, oh. I disagree. Because back in the day, I used to always say, I would rather somebody just said that. Like, I, yeah. I don't waste my time and pretend like you want to be in a relationship. Yes. There's yes. when you can come to me and be like, I just want to fuck. And I just want to fuck too. So, right. but, I would uh, care if you just did that. Don's like, uh, no. That was just me, oh, though. Only, only, but that's what I'm saying. That's like, you're not the majority. You're the minority. Like, you're the minority in that situation. Yes. Um, like, me, personally, been online dating off and on for, like, 18 years. Wow. Guy, weren't like, you married yet? I don't even understand this shit. Sorry. Because he doesn't want to date somebody that's 5'6". Ugh. There's that again. Sorry, Don. Go ahead. You know, I'm if you just dated somebody who's five six, you probably would just be married by now. I'm just hold saying. Hold on, hold on. Um, my my preferences, my standards <laughs> are my standards, and I'm allowed to have standards. Okay, I'm allowed to have these standards. Okay, <laughs> all right. My mom, my mama was five ten. My grandmother was six foot. My little sister is five eleven. Would it look like me bringing like a oompa? I mean, a, a, a shorter. Wow, what were you just about to say? Oh, to say that. Wow. <laughs> I feel like you have to hold your that. tongue with that one. Done. Done. You're going to lose two friends today. Keep it up. Hold on. Let me, stop, let, me let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop because my best friend is like, she's a short person. So I just want to make sure. Sorry. Yeah. I feel like you're categorizing the five foot sixers as short people. Well, oh. no, she's five two. My best friend is like five two. Okay. She's and, petite. Yeah. She's, you know, but, um, I'm sorry, anyone under... I'm sorry, I have different standards because of how I was raised. Okay. You know, I was raised around very tall women. Okay. So, yeah, you know. I mean, I think I've never dated a short person. But that's just my standard. But um, not to get lost in that, um, it's a very different time now. And I'm happy that women are being more vocal about what they want and getting what they want. You know, especially when you know the numbers of like how many women don't have orgasms to a certain age yes. in life and you know who who've been in relationships and never had an orgasm or never had someone like when you know those things i can't be mad at a girl saying like look this is what i want these are the stands i, I needed to be this long this girthy pause whatever and i can respect it but it's when you say those things and then the gentleman for example i've had young ladies because I guess now, you know, I'm tall, you know, I have a beard, I have a good, I have a good job, so on and so forth. Um, some of the DMs and stuff that I get or messages are filthy. Really? Are filthy. Okay, and come give us an example. I want to, I want to hear. Like, just give an, ex- yeah, just give an example of one. Oh, okay. Um, a young lady. I can't. I'm not going to say her name, obviously. No, no. But a young lady hit me up on on Tinder. And was like, are you really 6'3"? Like, yeah, I w- why would I lie about my height? I'm eventually going to see you. Right, because people and like, like all okay. the time. She's like, okay, so automatically sends me her number. Okay, I'm, I like talking over the phone, too. Right. Yo, know, I'm like, okay, send me a picture for your avatar in my phone, because that's just how I save people's pictures, save people's numbers and stuff. She proceeded to send me, I think it was like 20 pictures doing some of the most lewd, I won't say lewd things, but like, we're all sexual people and so on and so forth. But she sent me, you know, her with toys and... For her avatar? What the fuck? 
No, she was just sending it to me to like. Oh, to entice you. And it did the opposite because it's like. I don't even know. Well, like, right? I know nothing. Like you, you don't, you don't know my last name. Right. And then when I said that to her, I'm like, look, like I can. We live in a world now where sex isn't really hard to get. Right. So. I don't need you to just throw sex at me. I can get someone to throw sex at me. I need substance. If I'm looking for substance and you, and you throw something that's not substance at me, I'm going to look at you like, okay, I don't want to rock with you. Right. And then let you as a man turn down a woman. Oh yeah. Ooh, you're a pussy. Substance. You're a bitch. What you, are you gay? What you don't like bitches? Like what kind of pussy ass nigga are you? Yeah. Like they go in, they go in. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. You know, um, I, I get a whole bunch of like, um, especially on my on my like regular page, on my personal Instagram, because it's just pictures of me and so on and so forth. Yeah, I get. I had to put my page back to private because I was just getting really bombarded, um, disrespectful. And I'm like, I'm not even the most prettiest guy in the world. You're a good looking guy. Stop some, the foolishness right now. Um, eh, but I was getting some like really lewd stuff and. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty bad. <laughs> the look on like, your face, you look so disgusted. Like, like <laughs> no, because my my thing is like, I'm disgusted at the notion that you think that's how shallow of a person I am. I'm not that shallow. Okay, so, so hold, 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 put, stick a pin in that for a second, Keys. If if you get bombarded with dick pics, would you be offended? No, <sighs> I'm not offended. Like if like. If I get unsolicited dick pic that I'm not interested in, I just delete it or I block the person. Like, I don't... That's just okay, me. Again, if, like, that's if you. you. If you're, right. So, like, it's day one, you're talking to someone and you are and you say, like, what Don said, can I get a picture of you for your avatar on my phone? And then you get, like, 20 penis pics. Would, would, you, would you block the person? Like, would you be like, my guy, I didn't ask you for this shit. Like, what's up? Not necessarily. Depends on what it looks like. You're a different. You know, I know why. I know no. where your answers. I know where your your answers are coming from. A different emotional place, so I get it. So, yeah. I'm, no, I'm, no, I mean, and hold on. Let me say this. Hold on. Let me just say <laughs> this off rip. The young lady was very attractive. Yes. She body type. It was mine. It looked great. My notion was, if I'm looking for something that's serious. Yes. That's not the first thing that you want to see. But you also don't want to know that she would just give it out that easily because if she's giving it out that easily to you, who else is she giving it out that easily to? You know, and then we had a conversation and then she made it make sense in the sense of like what she was looking for wasn't something serious. She was looking okay. for of a sexual nature. Let me just put that in there as well. Okay. And I I can understand in that situation. Fine. But if I'm if I'm wanting to build with you and you're just like off rip, like, oh, so here's my ass, here's my titties, here's my vagina, like, hey, look at all this. And I'm like, okay, because I know when I'm in the talking phase. I could be talking to one person, or I could be talking to ten people. So, are you out there sending ten, ten like video packages to everyone? Right. Yeah. Because I'm like, it. oh, if they're doing my media, kit. doing that, like, yeah, they're my like, media oh, kids. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I this think that's is, a good yeah. idea. I think that people should create dating media kits because then that way you can just sell you send your profile to people without having to like that's technically it. your profile. And again, it wasn't a bad looking profile. It wasn't a bad looking profile. I mean, she she know how to catch the right angles. I, but <laughs> at the same time, like, I'm not the person I was five years ago. I'm not the person right. I was 
10 years ago. Right. Maybe if I was 25, 26 years old, I'd be like, oh, let's go. Right. But I'm not, I'm not in that stage of my life anymore. My stage of this part of my life is trying to build with someone, have a future and make memories and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. So, uh, kind of last question to both of you. Can you, can you think of any situation in dating? So let's say not just a talking stage, but like actively dating any situation where you would settle for a person versus continuing to look for your ideal. Um, so I can I'll, go I'll first. Say, oh, okay, no, I can go do. first. Yeah. Uh, no, oh. I'm sorry. I don't, be- I don't believe in settling. I don't believe in, I'm sorry. Like life is very short. Yes. Right. And when I'm on my deathbed, rather it's an old man or some something crazy happened in the street. I don't want to be there dying thinking, man, you know, I settled, man. I should have, I should have kept looking. I should have, because like I said, life is very short. I don't want to be in that moment. So no, um, there's just, I've dated people who are good and good is good. Good is not good enough for me. I need great. Oh. And if it's not going to be great, I'm not settling for that. I don't, I don't want none of that. I'm sorry. Like good is good. will have you with, um, with it. My favorite quote comes from this movie, Jerry Maguire. In life, you're going to have good moments and you're going to have bad moments. All you want to do is have more good moments than bad. I want to have more great moments than yes. good moments in the yes. end of my life. Yes. And you can only have that. Now that doesn't mean the person is going to be perfect. But that person's going to be perfect for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not settling. I'm sorry. I just can't. I've, I've literally seen people I love who were older than me settled and seeing them passing away and have that regret. I don't want no, I'm sorry. I'd rather, I'd rather die alone knowing that I tried every day to get greatness than to settle for, for something that was good or good enough. That's not, that's never, there's nothing going to be good enough for me. So, no. Nah. I like that. No. Keys, what about you? Is there ever a situation in dating that you could see yourself settling? No, I agree. I agree with that. That's it? <laughs> what if, what not if you're 65? What if you're 65 and still not in a, in a relationship and there's somebody that you're, you're okay friends with and you have good, not even then would you settle? No. 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 I mean, because my thing is this, and regardless of whatever, I'll be dating people for like, I say I don't get married or I don't find that right person. There's always going to be people around you. Let's continue who, dating. That's all. Yeah. We're going to continue dating. We're going to, look, i much rather die in the pursuit of happiness mm. than me sitting back saying like, oh, you know, I settled everything was okay. Like, ah, like, yeah, we were good, you know? No, we want greatness. Greatness to bust for me. Greatness of us. <laughs> and on that note, Don Keys, I thank you both for a great conversation centered around online dating. Um, if you can both respectfully, respectively, uh, let everybody know again who you are and where they can get in contact with you. Keys, you go first. I am Keely or Keys. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Life with Keely. Great. And Don. I'm Don of D-O-N-D Photos. You can find me on Instagram, uh, D-O-N-D Photos or D-O-N-D Boudoir. And um, 
thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate this conversation. No, it was great. I appreciate you both. Uh, and of course, both Don and Key's information will be listed in the write-up uh, for this episode if you want to get in contact with either one of them. Pum Pum Pase, bless up yourselves in the world of online dating. Be safe out there. There are a lot of uh, people who, you know, so I will say this is a cautionary measure and, and this is something that we probably should have discussed, but maybe for another conversation. Um, if you're going on, on a date, make sure somebody knows where you're going. Make sure some you've sent all your information to somebody and make sure you ping your location. I know that when, like for Keys and I, because we're best friends, when Keys goes somewhere, she lets me know. Otherwise, I'm going to be hysterical and trying to burn down Virginia and, and vice versa. You know what I mean? If I'm going somewhere, I send that person's contact information. I ping my location. Be safe out there because motherfuckers will take your life behind some bullshit and they don't care. Done. And um, I understand that it's been COVID and yes. everybody's been worried about pandemic. Do not do house dates. Do not do house dates. Do not show up to someone's house. Do not go to someone's crib. Right. Like, it's extremely not safe. Dangerous. Yes. Okay? Don't do that. Please. Yes. But if you do, and you're going to go, <laughs> make sure somebody knows where you are. and Make sure you know that person's first name, last name, phone number take screenshots of your conversations with them like just safeguard yourself as best as you can out in these streets because some people just don't have respect for life and may not have the respect for you that you think that they do pum pum pase bless up yourselves this has been the pum pum chronicles podcast take care of yourselves stay up stay in the self-love and self-care zone we're not entirely out of this pandemic yet seasonal depression is still a thing right now so check on your strong friends just check on your friends on a whole and make sure that you are taking care of yourself we love you and we will talk to you soon peace
you nope, said nope. you a new bitch. Nigga, you heard uh, what I motherfucking said. But baby, if you gonna be doing all this, then you need to be on my team, cause I'm the realest nigga you motherfucking know. Uh, well, uh, if you want me, you know how to find me. Tate Head got the number. Uh, uh, Tate boy, bet nope, that up, nope. Tate boy.